And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy. Hey, how's it going? Happy Memorial Day. Both off work, so whoop, whoop. Yeah, but whoop. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? How's your weekend? It's alright. Been a lot of recording. A lot of recording. No. I've been seeing all that. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You saw you saw mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick again? No, I haven't seen it yet again. Oh really? Yeah. I I, I wanna... it's your new fave of the year. It's not my new fave. There's still the Batman. The fuck? Oh. And I was thinking about it and I was like I was doing my little list, you know, because I only have like eleven movies on my like top ten. And I was like, I don't What you talking about eleven movies on your top ten? Not 10? not I meant like 10 movies. Yeah, I have like 10 exact movies. Like, um, but you know, how as the year goes on, I just like, I have a big ass list of like all my favorites and then like the top 10 is the top 10. But yeah, okay. Um, so it's that list and I still have like 10 movies. Um, and I almost moved it. Like I was, I almost moved it like over everything everywhere. I was like, Dwayne, what you doing? And then, <laughs> then I fixed it. So everything everywhere is still number two. I think Top Gun okay. Maverick is like number four or something like that. Oh, I think I forgot what's what's above it, but yeah, but it's good. I like it. On, I went on to Le- Dwayne's Letterbox and I was shooketh, y'all, <laughs> shook to my core when I saw his little log for. Maverick. I wasn't trying I was... to come into the chat and say it because I know how you get when people start going crazy about movies. <laughs> I know how you get it because you start hating the movie. Mm, that's what you do. See, does anybody else do that? Do y'all just click the little activity tab and scroll through and see what the people is talking about on Letterbox? So I can hit the little like on somebody's review or be like, "What is all this about?" Mm-hmm. That's how I caught Dwayne in the act. I, I clicked the little activity tab. Larry I was scrolling and saw the, Dwayne. I was like, "Oh no!" Larry came into the chat. He came into the chat like it was nobody's business. Like Dwayne, what is all this? <laughs> And I said, Larry, I like the movie a lot, man. What's, what's up? I was shook. <laughs> I said, damn, did Tyler didn't even go that ham, I don't think. <laughs> so speaking of Top Gun Maverick, listen, we's got a Wait, lot did, of... Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. Fuck. Oh, you wasn't like Manda? I saw all the comments and I was like, I don't know what y'all talking about. It was, it, I mean, it was like, a, it was like some sad stuff, but I wasn't like crying, you know. Val Kilmer didn't get you. <laughs> no, I'm trying to figure out what's the last movie that I cried to. And shit, I don't even know. It wasn't See, everything. He as heartless as me. He be trying to play <laughs> off like he ain't. He as heartless as I am. Well, what, well, what's the, have you ever cried? Do you, you cry in movies, right? I know, I know like you got a black heart and shit, but like, I know you be crying in some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't cry at everywhere, everything. No, I didn't either. cry with that. Um, a lot of people did. The, the people on TikTok going crazy talking about crying. I didn't cry, but um, Hannah was a balling mess. Mm-hmm. She said she was wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> it ruined her whole. It ruined her. Nobody whole cried shit. in Batman. We all loved it, but that wasn't a movie to make you cry. I say the last movie that I cried to, and it's like I think that I that I could remember, but it's completely like out of nowhere. Um, I think the last movie I cried to was Creed Two, but only because like at the end with like the father stuff. Mm. That, that's probably it. But it was only because I connected on a deeper level with the father stuff that, yeah, that they were yeah. talking about in that movie. But that was it, you know, because. 
the themes in that movie, as far as like him connect reconnecting with his dad, is like, um, you know, that stuff was like really, really good to me. But I can't. But that's like that's it. Yeah. You know, I'm very like, you know, movies don't really get me like that. Hannah be crying and everything. <laughs> <laughs> like everything she can get her hands on, she's crying. Hannah, what you doing? <laughs> um. All right. Let's get into the box office, everyone. It's Memorial Day weekend box office. We are going to through the weekend of May 27th, 2022. Weekend number 21 of the year. I didn't even realize that Box Office Mojo did that as far as like what number weekend we're at. But apparently mm-hmm. we're on 21. And we had the opening okay. releases for Top Gun Maverick and the Bob's Burgers movie. Larry. Oh, man. We got some explaining to do. Especially me. But. Well, on this first one, I'm actually going to go off of the variety metric because it was a little bit different than this Box Office Mojo. Um, so I think Box Office Mojo didn't update their number. Yeah, on yeah. What I it feel was. like a higher number, which is fucking nuts. Yeah, so I'm going to say the variety report came in at 126 million for Top Gun Maverick at number 1 for the 3 day weekend and then for the 4 day weekend it bumped up to 156 million dollars. I thought it was 54, you saying 56? Oh my god. <laughs> and that is the new Memorial Day weekend record beating the 2007 Pirates of the Caribbean film uh-huh. which had 151 million or 153 million dollars yeah. in its first 4 days. This is also the widest release ever, playing in 4735 theaters nationwide ever. Oh my god. Which is also insane. This is the first time Tom Cruise has had a $100 million opening in his entire career. Making it, obviously, easily his biggest career of all time. And it also got an A-plus cinema score with audiences and still sits at a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Nationwide, Top Gun Maverick also opened pretty big adding an additional $109 million in the international markets for a rough estimate of $265 million worldwide debut. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, so Box Office Mojo. I know none of them listen to our show, but so so if they would, they'd be like, I'm like, dude, this tracking is ridiculous. What are they thinking? And like, they were like on the money, pretty much. But I think the movie... They the were movie, even a little low. They were a little bit low as far as... The, but I think that was the three day that they had. Yeah, it was the three it day. We were wrong. It was one... They had it at 90 million to 125. And I was just... I remember when I brought that up, I was... It was like a couple of episodes ago. I was flabbergasted. I was befuddled. I was bamboozled. I said, this is... There's no way. Um, and then you and I did our predictions last week, and still, even with everything that we knew from the movie, I went like seventy million for the four day. No, for the three day, I think I did seventy million. No, you no, did no that for I, the four I day. did it for the four day, and I was like, "There's no fucking way this movie goes past ninety million. Are you nuts?" And then, <sighs> like Saturday, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on with Top Gun Maverick?" and we get this number, this $156 million 
dollar for day is absolutely nuts. This is like more than a lot of big blockbuster films that have yeah. recently released. This is nuts. Um, for, for a minute, I thought it was going to beat out Batman on the three day. It didn't quite do that. So it's yeah. the fourth biggest pandemic opening behind the Marvel, uh, the Marvel and DC films, mm-hmm. basically with uh, Spider Man No Way Home easily number one still. Then Doctor Strange, the Batman, and now this. Yeah, yeah. So that is nuts. Um, I'm happy that the movie did this well. I just was not expecting it at all. Like you, like we said in, in opening the show, I absolutely loved the movie. And um, but I was like Top Gun Maverick. It's not like a big kind of juggernaut MCU film or even DC EU film or like Jurassic World or anything like that. It's just Top Gun Maverick. I don't remember how the first one did, but I know it wasn't like a big, 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 crazy like box office. Um, people are saying, oh, it's because of Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise, like he's, <clears throat> all of his movies have not been like crazy, 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 like, you know, opening weekends, you know, like what was yeah. the last big Tom Cruise opening? Wasn't it Mission Impossible Fallout, I would say? Yeah. You know, yeah, like we said, his biggest opening actually is War of the World at like 65 million. Well, it's That's like his biggest opening weekend. 2005, right? Great movie. Yeah. But uh, like when he came out with The Mummy, it wasn't anything crazy. Or like his other films, like Live, Die, Tomorrow, you know, like Edge of Tomorrow, like that didn't, it, it, it did really well, but it wasn't like a, you know, so this is like a, this is like astronomical kind of opening, you know, like it's not even like, oh, okay, it opened up to a nice little, uh, 80 something million for day like even i would have been like "Eh, 80 million but this is 156 million i don't know what it is um i don't know i my closest guess is maybe because of the weekend it's memorial day weekend it's very like military-esque and kind of forward maybe that is what it is but when i went on when i went when i went on a i went on friday to see it my theater was crowded and i was like what the fuck and it was imax so yeah, they had yeah. us in not an IMAX. They had us in like I don't know if your AMC's do this, but there's basically like our big theater. There's a four quadrant like theater section mm-hmm. around the concessions. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Dolby Theater, the IMAX Theater, the AMC Prime Theater are all right there, and then they have one other one that's not really a specialty theater, but it's a big auditorium. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't have a like specific format so that one sounds so we were in, nice though yeah we were in that theater that that didn't have any specific format but it was big it's like a big yeah, auditorium yeah, yeah, yeah literally the all the way down to the first row we had a guy because my grandma brings her like electric wheelchair when we go mm-hmm. far places uh the a guy pulled out a fold out chair way. And sat in the wheelchair space that's like people were buying the no seat places and sitting there yeah there it, was, I mean, there was, was three nuts. uh the handicap i actually so where i sat in the move in the imax theater i sat like right in the thing about imax is that it's it looks great right the theater is great the seats are cool i guess but when you're in there for a longer movie like you you feel it you know so when i saw like dune and the batman i was like fuck me man i need some leg space so i actually sat there's like in the middle of the theater of the IMAX theater, like right before you go to the main to the other balcony seats, there's like this section that's handicapped in but it's like handicapped alongside like regular yeah. seats. So I sat right there 
you know, where one of the regular seats are for more leg space and stuff, you know, to stretch out. And the whole, that whole aisle was full too. Wheelchairs. And I was like, what is going on with Top Gun Maverick? Um, So I would just presume a lot of military vets, you know, coming in to watch it. It's a very... Like I, I like I said in the group chat, I'm like it's a very America kind of movie. So I mean, I'm not surprised. But I'm just wondering if it's like a multi generational thing. Maybe like all the all the dads and moms, all the parents loved it back in 1986. Maybe, yeah, I don't and know. you know they've had their kids grow up on it or something. And at this point, even you know maybe some of their kids were like little and they even have a kid or something i don't know but mm-hmm. um i i mean it has to be something because the the, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. top gun film has a pretty like there are people who love that top gun like that love it mm-hmm. but there are also a lot of people who <laughs> find it very cheesy uh and there's a lot of people who've come back around on it and have been like oh uh this isn't as good as i remember it once was mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I mean I I guess I I didn't realize people were waiting almost forty years for a sequel to Top Gun, but they were waiting at that door and yeah. busting it in. I guess. Do you think something like this would happen if like a Back to the Future returned, like that franchise? As if they did a legacy sequel. Oh, I actually would. The, love to, I actually would love to see it. Yes. Yeah. I think yes. So uh if they do obviously if they do like a Ghostbusters 2016 type of situation, no. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. I think there's something uh, there's something about these uh we're striking something different something kind of interesting with these legacy sequel things, you know? Um not like completely changing the uh movie as far as like the cast and rebooting it, but like kind of soft reboot with a new cut because I was talking about it with Manda in the review. I was like, damn it. I, paramount i would love like a couple more sequels or something like that to the movie yeah. you have a nice little young cast that they kind of that they kind of use in the film and who are all charismatic and i think you can probably do one of these without tom cruise or something um yeah i i just really liked i like the um yeah so i was just like paramount and paramount is really good as far as like setting up sequels for their stuff they don't just announce random shit like sony you know paramount is very like <laughs> They look at the numbers and they see like, okay, does this make sense? Like how it Sonic did really well. You wait till the movie is really successful. You see what the response is. Like I can't imagine Paramount not doing anything with this success and not immediately calling like Tom Cruise for like another two movies or something like that. Because I think you have something. You have something here. Like with this and and Tom Cruise is already locked into Paramount. You know what I mean? So it's like. They did this with A Quiet Place. They announced all the stuff after the second movie did well, right at the height of the pandemic when when movies was opening back up. It, it still did really well. So I can imagine, um, I think I brought it up to you a couple of weeks ago, like what if A Quiet Place came out this year, A Quiet Place Part 2? You know, like how well would it, would it have done? So I think they have something here with this franchise. Yeah. And of course... Twitter has been ablaze trying to figure out AD's projects to do legacy sequels. I'm telling you, Back to the Future, that's the that's the one that immediately came to my mind. I just, I don't know if, I don't know if Michael J. Fox can do it. <laughs> well. Well, no, with all his medical conditions. Uh, like, it, you know, Val Kilmer just had a little tiny role. They didn't ask him to, mm, to do more than he could. And Christopher Walken. Not Christopher Walken. Uh, sorry. Damn it, uh, Christopher Lloyd, mm-hmm. homie is 
I mean, he's still in films, right? He was in what? Well, which one was it? Was it Nobody? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, he still he still does his little thing. Christopher Lloyd, he could come back. He's he's fine. But you're gonna have to get on it quick because homie's getting old. So mm. we're gonna have to get Christopher Lloyd in fast for a shooting. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, yeah, I was um, I was just really uh. Really, really. I'm, I'm just really scared they're gonna be they're gonna be trying this with all the cheesy Tom Cruise movies from back in the day. They're gonna be like, "Oh snap! Okay, Days of Thunder two. Here we go." <laughs> or Jerry Maguire back at it again. Let's go. Like, oh, okay. Oh. Risky <laughs> business. They're gonna have sixty year old Tom Cruise sliding across the floor in some socks. Hey. <laughs> um. Listen, man. I I was just uh. I, do you think like I don't know because it. I, it's just for me. I'm just like, like I would think like Sonic would do something like this, but even Sonic didn't do this Nothing high. This, big. Like, this is yeah. crazy. Like you know, like when you really think about it, as far as like the film, this is this is crazy. Thirty one thousand dollars, you know, per theater average, and I think the legs are going to be insane as well too. Yeah, this weekend there's literally no competition. I'm gonna go see it so. again this weekend, most likely in IMAX. Though the IMAX experience for this movie is so fantastic, it's so good. Yeah, so I mean, it's gonna. I think it's gonna hold really well next yeah. weekend. Yeah. Jurassic World. We'll see what ends up happening that weekend when it actually has competition and a pretty direct uh, competition, I'd say. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, uh, I mean that A plus cinema score. Like I, I was even saying it before you, before I saw your little letterbox. Uh, I think I think there's a little bit of hyperbole on the twitters, but that's just that's just Where based on my own personal, real, my own person. I did like I gave it four stars. Obviously, I really liked it, but I think it's a bit much. Um, what I'm hearing, uh, but the people are just going ham. <laughs> I've seen some people being seen it already four times or five times. I'm like, damn. <laughs> why are you so bad at why are you why are you can't let people be happy, man? Like why are you always <laughs> like he's like, I think it's too much. <laughs> I think it's Lord, I mean <laughs> I had to just get it straight with a couple folks. I said straight up, are you putting this above T two? Judgment Day. Are you? Are we putting this above Empire? No, like, it's not to... like one of the. It's not like one That's of. That's what the people are yeah. saying. They are saying best sequel of all time. I saw somebody literally say, "Move over T two. Like I saw that kind of rhetoric. I had to make sure the the other people I talked to as well were like, "Well, let's say top ten. He said, "Let me let me talk to let me talk to my friends because this oh. this is too much. Listen, I thought it was really good. I'm not even. I didn't even think about all that like when i was like best sequel i'm like it's, it's good See, that's the problem is you wasn't around these people i don't know who i'm following or what on <laughs> twitter telling, but that's like, the type of yo, post i, I see and that's what turns me i'd be telling like who who was you and hannah man y'all be following some weird mofo because <laughs> every time i'm on twitter i see hannah like y'all are already mad at tenant i'm like hannah who are you talking about bro like who's talking about tenant but i guess hannah's <laughs> People from Hannah's circle talking about Tenet or something. Probably because she be talking about it so damn much. They bring <laughs> it back up too. And then you talking about the people going ham about this. I, I haven't seen much, you know? I'm telling you, it was a lot of best action movie of all time. I'm oh, I did see that. I did see time. I did see, oh, this is the best action movie since, uh, since Mad Max. That I can accept. Like that, okay. I'm, I'm, well, I think I Fallout, I, I still think Fallout blows this movie out of the water. I'm sorry. Ooh. Fallout was fantastic. 
Sheesh. I just, I mean, that's, see, that's the one that really had me hooked up. Yeah. Obviously, if you listen to our last show, mm-hmm. I just can't. I mean, I don't know. It's just so weird to me that Top Gun would be so much bigger than the Mission Impossible franchise. This is like, nuts to me. Like, straight up action. It's, it's uh, weird. Like, me, I thought that was kind of Tom Cruise's bread and butter was Mission Impossible. And here he comes with Top Gun and blows Mission Impossible to pieces. <laughs> for me, it has to be, it has to be like the Memorial Day aspect of, all, yeah. of it all, you know? Oh, yeah. They released um, it on the right weekend. It just... That's what I feel like this is. It has to be like, it has to be like, okay, the Memorial Day. I think it was a, it struck gold. I think if this would have came out Fourth of July weekend, Memorial Day, even like a Thanksgiving weekend, I think, I think that's what really, I think that's what it is. You know. I also wonder if it, I don't know, if it kind of feels like maybe it's an event movie for. This, of course, this dad generation. Let's just be clear; it is a dad movie mm-hmm. first and foremost, uh, and then then it ropes in the younger folks too. Yeah, for sure. But um, it's like an event movie for that generation, but also an event movie for that kind of people who want a blockbuster, but maybe not a superhero movie. Yeah. So this is like a big. It feels like a big event. Everybody's getting buzzed about it, and. You know, you're not interested in superheroes as I, much, and they don't get you out, so I, you run out. I just, you know, I didn't see those people who were mad at like Marvel making a lot of money, really mad about, mm-hmm. you know. And I just said it's in more theaters than Marvel movies have been in recently. It's been in more. Th- I, didn't, I didn't get one like this is this is unacceptable. I I don't want. <laughs> got any? I didn't see none of that. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I don't think we're going to see it again in a couple weeks either (laughs) when Jurassic World, a franchise that has been going on since early 90s. Mm -hmm. I just didn't see it. But I also, too, like, I know this movie is not a straight up original, but it's just the argument of, oh, non-original movies don't, like, if you would have told anybody that there's a first top, I feel like there's a lot of people who went to see it who don't even know about the first one. I'm going to be straight up. My mom... Was like, I actually really want to see that movie. Like, oh yeah, cool. You watched the first one, and she's like, what? <laughs> my oh. mom had no idea. You know, really? Oh, no mom idea. was checked out in them eighties, wasn't she? <laughs> my mom. She was... didn't give a nan about a Tom yeah, Cruise mom, back in the day. Like, she started getting really, really getting into movies like in the nineties. Like, you know, which oh, okay. obviously it, it started making me get into movies as I got older and stuff. But she was more so horror. My mom was all horror, and that's like how I became. You know, when I started. She was, my mom was all horror and action and like superhero shit. So my mom was like, she completely forgot about the fucking, she's heard of it, obviously. So I mean, it's not like she, yeah. she just completely forgot about it. She's like, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's a sequel. But I know I was telling you my manager, she has seen Top Gun and yeah. I guess she rewatched it not too long ago. But uh, my manager, who I usually am the one who's like, come on, we got to get you out to a movie, came up to me and was like, so are we seeing Top Gun Maverick? Crazy I was like, too. oh. Also, sure. too, listen. Yeah. Listen, man. Oh. This, this movie, man. Another thing that did that, you know, probably oh. its favor was everybody looked good. Well, they had to. See, you haven't watched that first one. It's amongst one of the gayest straight bro <laughs> movies of all time. That first Top Gun movie. I mean, it is homoerotic to the max. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> 
They a lot of locker room scenes. They have this gratuitous shirtless volleyball scene in that first one. Like it's too much. So they had they had a little flashback to it in the new one. They played like this shirtless football game on the yeah, beach, yeah, which yeah. is like their homage to that volleyball scene in the original. Uh, but, <laughs> but now we got the cast over here: Glenn Powell, Miles Teller, and I'm sorry, I don't know homeboy's name on the end. Um, uh, over here, Jay Ellis, I think. Jay Ellis, yeah. they over there flexing. The, you know, they flexing in that damn picture and posting it to the socials on the beach. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh no! See, here we go with the Top Gun promotion. Jay Ellis, he looks so familiar. I was like, where is he from? And I remembered he's from one of the greatest movies of all time. It's Escape Room. That's where he's from. <laughs> <laughs> Just telling you, man. Anyway, um. Yeah, great all around for Top Gun Maverick. And looking at the upcoming schedule for movies, like you said, this weekend, June 3rd, Rent Week, hello, June 3rd, we have like... What'd you say? I said Rent Week, you know? Oh. It's the first. It's about to be the first. Like, two Dwayne? <laughs> Dwayne got that crackhead talk down. I can't. <laughs> he ready. He know when the rent is due. Like, oh, rent week. damn. Rent Week, man. I just be stressing out. <laughs> That's um, why Dwayne said, ain't no movies this weekend, <laughs> Rent Week. All the money going to be gone. <laughs> it's a mess. So we don't have anything. And then June 10th, obviously, we have Jurassic World Dominion, which I expect to take out a huge chunk of Top yeah. Gun Maverick's money because I think we'll get into predictions for that one. But I also want to check out the tracking for Jurassic World. Um, I just think it's weird how they're marketing the movie because they've refused to put the title, the, the logo. Of the film, and have you noticed that with the trailers for Jurassic World Dominion, it's like all of them do not have the actual title. It just has the damn Jurassic Park logo, and I'm like, hmm. what is that about? It's super weird. That's I don't know. Weird. Um, and then after that, we have Lightyear, you know, which I think I think it's gonna do all right. And then after that, we have Elvis and the Black Phone. So uh, we'll see. Summer, summer, summer movie is here though. There's a lot of stuff out, you know. So you're gonna watch. You gonna watch The Watcher this weekend, Dwayne? I actually already seen that. I think. Oh. I think I was in the screener or something. Look at you go! <laughs> Look at you go! Um. All right. Let's get into number two. What we got? So coming in at number two is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which brought in $16.4 million for the three-day weekend, which is a 49% drop, and 21.1 estimation for the four-day weekend. Uh, Finally, Marvel's latest gave up that number one spot in its fourth week of release. However... Doctor Strange sequel is now up to 375.4 million domestic and 873.3 million worldwide. Uh yeah, I think this is pretty solid for the weekend number four, uh, is 4 weeks in, 21 million dollars. It doesn't really have a does it have a percentage change on your end? Oh yeah, it does right. Uh, it does for the 3 day weekend. Oh, 49%. So that's not bad. Yeah. Not yeah, bad, that's not bad. bad. It's almost at 900 mil worldwide so far, mm-hmm. Yeah, Not which is obviously good. <laughs> Finally got, it took, it took Tom Cruise in a plane to take down the strange, huh? <laughs> it's inching up. It's inching to that, uh, to that one bill. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's getting you close. Know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, all right. Number three, 
All right. So yeah. coming in at number three is the weekend's other new big release, which was the Bob's Burgers movie, which brought in $12.6 million from 3,425 theaters this weekend and $15,000 for the full four-day weekend. The latest from 20th Century Studios adaptation based on the hit television show also made $7,000 international for fifteen thousand or $15,007,000 worldwide. Uh yeah, I um I I don't know what we're doing expecting for this movie, but I think that, I think this is pretty this is pretty good. 12.6 Yeah. Um yeah, this is uh, probably on the top end of what I would have expected. I don't know. Downton Abbey, that first one really kind of shook me ever since then. I don't know what to think <laughs> with these TV to yeah. film adaptations yeah. because you just think you know, who's going to go see the film? And in your mind, you think the hardcore fans, the mm-hmm. big fans of the TV show are going to run out and they're going to watch the movie. But outside of that, mm, who's really, you know, not a lot of outside audience is going to care as much. But obviously that Downton Abbey, I don't know if there's just way, like literally everyone in the whole world was a fan or what was going on that weekend. Um, so I know a lot of people who were excited for the Bob's Burgers movie and went out and watched it. Uh, I had a friend, my little friend Jackie. Uh, she and her friend cosplayed and went and watched it. Mm, so, <laughs> I saw. Don't worry, I saw. Uh, <laughs> so we, so yeah. Um, I don't watch the show, so I haven't really had an interest in the film. But, mm. Yeah, no, um, neither do I. It's one of them things that. Uh, you know, it's not, if it's not a show that I really watch, it just makes no sense for me to go and see the movie. Um, you know, and I've heard varying reports. Like some people have been like, "Oh yeah, I don't really get into the show, but I really enjoyed it." And I've heard yeah. other people be like, "Eh, it's still like it didn't get me, and I don't like the show." So yeah, I'm like, true. "Oh, okay, well." Which I'm surprised too, because I, I I never got the vibe that the Bob's Burgers was like that massive of a show, and I can't believe like they got one of these out before like a Family Guy movie. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, befuddled. So, uh, yeah, I, I I didn't think it was gonna do like crazy numbers, but like I I think I think again, whoever really wanted to go see it, like those anime movies and stuff like that, whoever really really wanted to go see it, saw it this weekend and then next week it'll be like kind of like a drop off. Yeah, you know, I think so. it's definitely a good thing. It's it has we'll a get week into off a drop off. Too. We'll get into a drop off in the next number, Ooh. but yeah, it's the same thing. So. Number four. Yeah, it's it's uh it's a good little show. I always like to see two D animation at least have a nice showing. Yeah. So even yeah, if I'm not yeah. interested, uh, I assume. Do you know what the Disney window is? For what? Because I know the I know the like HBO Warner Brothers window. Like forty like days. days. I think Disney is like. I think the last time I I think it was like the same. Okay, Just so this about. will probably be coming to Disney and HBO Max. Doctor Strange months. is going to be on Disney Plus, I think, next month. Oh, um, yeah. I think it's like, um, let me take a look. Doctor, come on, Google, don't be doing this. Okay, Doctor Strange to Disney Plus. Um, I think it was either Disney Plus or it was, I mean, either June or July. Is when I think Disney is a, is a little bit longer though. Okay. You know? So. Yeah, because this I presume this will be coming to Disney Plus yeah. and HBO Max soonish. A new social media post indicated that it'll land on Disney Plus June twenty second. Wow. So yeah, that is a quick turnaround. That's, that's pretty quick. It's about another month or so from now. So. Wow. Yeah, we'll see. 
you know. Um, okay, number four. All right, coming in at number four was whew, Downtown Abbey, A New Era, which made $5.9 million this weekend, which was a 63% drop for the three-day weekend. And then for the full holiday weekend, the Downton Abbey sequel makes $7.5 million, bringing its domestic total up to million internationally it's done better and made 40.5 million for a worldwide total of 70.5 million dollars yeah i uh about 60 percent drop is what i was predicting for the movie last week but still 60 percent drop still meant 5.9 million it's not like it it uh dropped hefty and dropped to like two million dollars 5.9 is still really 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 solid for the film uh 28 million dollars total gross i can't see why not why they just won't stop making these things why would they <laughs> just yeah. all this money i mean and yeah especially with like obviously the british numbers are really high overseas it's made more than it's made here so for sure yeah why, why i stop? think it i think it definitely got hurt from top gun in a specific way though because I think older people, they yeah. both are going for an older audience primarily. Sure. Yeah, for and sure. all them all them parents and stuff said buy Downton and <laughs> ran over to Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would agree. Because it, it just uh there's a lot of older people when I went to go see Top Gun, you know, so I wouldn't be surprised. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Tell me why there were shooters underneath the seat when that man on the damn like fold out chair left. Shooters? Yes. Larry. They let, let him man, let him snuck vibe. in the goddamn alcohol. Let him vibe. Like what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's watching these planes, living out his dreams in his head, getting drunk. He was lit. Living out his God dreams or living know. out his past, you don't know. Well, I mean you right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now to top off the top five, let's go to number five. Look at this little All right. Hanging in at number five, we have The Bad Guys. The latest DreamWorks animated film mm-hmm. brought in $4.63 million on its sixth weekend of release for a 24% drop over the three-day and a total of $6.1 million for the full four-day holiday weekend. The Bad Guys has now earned $82.8 million domestic and $199.08 million worldwide. Uh, yeah, I think really good. I mean, this movie is kind of like trucking along. It only dropped uh, a mere like 24%, one of the lowest drops this weekend. So I think this is, oh my God, I just saw a drop for a movie. We'll get into that after though. <laughs> oh my God. Um, shit. All right. Yeah. So yeah, the bad guy's great. Yeah. And it's so million. close to, to crossing 200 mil on the worldwide, which would be a good win for... <laughs> DreamWorks for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's nice. It keeps trucking along. It leapfrogged Sonic this weekend, but mm-hmm. Sonic has been out for two weeks longer. So yeah. So I think it's, yeah, I think it's, I think it's really, really solid and impressive too. Cause when I watched the trailers in theaters, I just wasn't expecting a big kind of overhaul for the film. So it's, it's solid. Yeah. It just didn't feel, it, it was one of those that you were kind of like, uh, do I? Yeah, I need to see this, but uh, it, it you know I think the positive word of mouth has definitely helped that one too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree, hundred um, percent. Okay, now going into other stories, I, before we get into anything else, I got to talk about this drop for a uh, Firestarter. Holy Ooh. smokes! <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh, wow. 85.7% drop. They snatched it from 2,400 theaters. They killed it. Why did they kill oh. it so bad? Oh, man. I mean. Oh, my. They Two- said, we got to free up space. You got to go, Firestarter. <laughs> $285,000 this weekend. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, that is. It's barely made $8 million so far in its run. I can't imagine its peacock numbers are doing, you know, gangbusters. No, it's one of those films that really just came. And when we say went, it went (laughs) like Firestar. And I thought if with the right kind of build and marketing, it could have been like a bigger movie than what it was. Uh, This is this is this is this is terrible. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's a really terrible. So but the big uh, the other big story this weekend was that. The Lost City crossed over a hundred million dollars sometime during the week. They're they're doing a sequel. The Lost City Two, <laughs> The Lost The Lost Planet, The Lost Something. It's gonna be sequel so, immediately. Yeah, that one is now up to 102. But it was interesting because you know, we've all been talking about Tom Cruise as one of the last, yeah. you know, big movie stars. Jane. This marks Sandra Bullock's eleventh movie domestic over a hundred mil. Y- y'all need to stop sleeping. Like, I think <laughs> I think stop sleeping on Sandra Bullock, but also too pairing her with with a Channing Tatum was also yeah. a juggernaut mm-hmm. in like in like you know pop culture was a great idea. I, I there's there's gonna they're gonna do like two more movies. Yo, Paramount, what an impressive <laughs> year! Like yeah, a lot of these are just Paramount original it. IPs, yeah, yeah. and whether it's like their IP or it's just like you know some new idea like like The Lost City or it's like a Sonic or Top Gun like. Paramount is doing really well. Like all of their films, mm-hmm. all their films this weekend did really well. The Lost City gained in percentage. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog two only dropped thirty eight percent, and then Top Gun Maverick had a huge weekend. Like, stop sleeping on Paramount. I'm trying to tell you, all man. Yeah, they are having a great start of the year for sure. Yeah, it's really impressive. And then, of course, we got to talk about everything everywhere all at once. Nineteen percent drop, which is nothing. This movie, yeah, it's man. the best drop, other than obviously <laughs> the Lost City randomly going up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this movie, yeah, it's I mean, that is kind of crazy because the Lost City is also available like on it's demand on now. It's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Oh, it's on Paramount Plus, and then it goes up. Like, what is going on? <laughs> you want fire started? Wait, not. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, so everything everywhere had the smallest drop yeah. for the full four day, three point one mil. Mm-hmm. It's looking like it's probably gonna hit that sixty million dollars domestic, which is great. Crazy. Sonic, look at Sonic keep trucking. Yeah, Sonic is doing well. It's a really so far, if I would have to say so, so say so myself, I think this year has just been really impressive. Um as far as like these these films are doing. They're doing really well and uh Going back to where we were with box office, you know, I wasn't expecting this at least to like 2023. So the fact that 2022 has been doing really solid, is really impressive. And there's a lot of, I think, like, obviously the box office is doing really well. Yeah. And by and large, I don't know that we've had a bunch of like knockout amazing films. We've definitely had some mm-hmm. already. But yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of really good films, I'd say. Like for sure, just for looking sure. at this top ten, you know, they're all they were all good, pretty much that I've seen. Like, I, there's none that I'm like, ugh, 
you know, there's no Morbius anymore in the top ten. Oh, that's like the one God. that stands out of like, woof, no. <laughs> oh wait, man is still in the top ten. Hmm. But uh no. <laughs> <laughs> what? You see how man dropped though? Then people ran yeah, away. Yeah. They yeah. said, No, thank you. Yeah. Um, but no, like the Lost City was solid, everything everywhere great. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was good, mm. Bad Guys was good, you know, like all of these Top Gun, a lot of movies that maybe at the beginning of the year, just looking at it, we thought, mm, that probably is not gonna be very good. Right. And they turned out to be good or great even. So it's a it's been a fun year to be a movie fan. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I think I think it's just really impressive this year so far and Paramount is one of those theaters who, I mean, one of those studios who are just like, what a, what a track record they're, they're, they have this weekend. I don't know what their next film is. Um, Google, let me know. <laughs> Paramount next movie. Why is this a trend? What? Obligatory Nicole photo before Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> You know what I sending that to the AMC customer service, (laughs) sending them a pic of Nicole Kidman. You know what's also you know what's also like I didn't even realize that was them was Jackass Forever, which did really well too. That yeah, that did do very well. So I don't know, they got something. Paramount's killing it this year. Yeah, they're doing something right. Right now it doesn't really say anything. Like a lot of their stuff says 2023, so uh, I don't know why they. I don't know why they didn't just capitalize on Mission Impossible. It's done. Just do it this year. I don't know. It's weird. Weird to me. But that trailer played, and it said next year, and I said, ah, I guess. You know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Tom Cruise apparently he's hot right now, so you know I would just drop that thing and like I don't know. December. Oh, they were screaming too, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, um, Scream, another big hit. I mean, the, yeah, Paramount has been. Oh, that's it right. This year. That is Scream. I mean, Scream is Paramount. Oh man, impressive. Wow. Great year so far for Paramount. I mean, we we'll, we usually do all of our end of the year stuff as far as like how the studios done, but so far Paramount is doing really really well. Um, yeah, so I think that is it, everyone, for today's box office show. I was going to do the summer pre summer movie preview. Uh, for box office this week, but I think we're going to push that to next week since uh, next week we don't have like a yeah we don't have a big release. We have Top Gun going into week two, so I think that'll be the weekend. We'll do the Top Gun Top Gun Maverick week two numbers, and then we'll do the summer movie preview. Talk about have like have like an actual in depth conversation on like what these movies are gonna how good these movies are gonna be doing this summer. I think it's gonna be a big summer because we still have like coming up this year. I mean, coming up in the next couple of weeks, we still have Jurassic World Dominion. We have Lightyear. We have Elvis. Thor: Love and Thunder is coming for you, Larry. You know, <laughs> we have a Jordan Peele movie coming out. Uh, that's just that's just the beginning of July too. So then August we have like Bullet Train and some other stuff. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be exciting to see how these movies do. So that being said, everyone, thank you guys for for joining us and listening, Larry. Let everyone know what they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT and on Instagram and YouTube at ChiliBoyProductions. All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.